Hey guys, welcome back to Travel Unicorns. I'm your host, Kendra, and today I am sitting with my friend, Fatia. Welcome, Fatia. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be on this podcast. Like I've been binging the episodes, like what I'm working. I'm just like, oh, what did she just say? Let me note it down. <laughs> so I really, I'm really like happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you on. I, um, I wanted to bring on guests this season that have are living aligned lives. And when I read your bio and did my little internet stalking on you, I was like, oh, she's such a unicorn. We need to hear her story. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us about your journey to where you are today? Well, my journey started back in like almost eight years ago. So like you might find it like a little bit like, oh, okay. So basically back eight years ago, my family decided to move to London from Italy. So I was born and raised in Italy mm-hmm. and my family decided to move to London. And few after a few years, I moved to London with my family and I started having to look for a job. And I was just like, okay, what do I actually want to do? <laughs> and I was just like, okay, yeah, let's look for a job. So I literally looked for jobs like that felt aligned with who I am. So I actually ended up working for a charity as a fundraiser. So one day I was working in, with this charity and I met this guy called Robert. And Robert says, I like your personality. You know where it is? I'm, I'm doing some kind of work similar to what you're doing right now. You know where it is? Let me invite you to this event. Promise me that you're going to come. And I was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, you're a complete stranger. Right. And I was just like, yes, sure. Why not? <laughs> like, you know, and, and he was like, are you sure you're going to come? Like, can I have your, like your phone number? And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to come. I said, I'm going to come. Like, why are you like being like that? Like, yeah. He was kind of like, oh, I, I know you're saying you're going to come, but you're not going to come kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then I was just like, I'm going to come. And then he took my number and uh, I was, and then he sent me a message and we went to this hotel for this event. And it was a network marketing meeting. Mm-hmm. And then obviously after, I didn't know what network marketing is, was at the time, but then after years, I understand why the pressure was, you know, <laughs> was there. Yeah. So yeah, so that's how I was exposed to my first kind of business. And I joined mm-hmm. that network marketing company because I was very open-minded at the time. I was just like, you know, what do I have to lose? I just have to gain here. And very few months after I started my first job, I actually realized that I hate working. <laughs> I hate having to ask to go to a toilet. I hate like the whole kind of thing that I have to be under someone telling me what to do constantly. Yeah. I didn't know that about me because I never had to work. I was taken care by my parents like until I was like almost 20. So it's just like, you know, my first job, I realized so quickly that this wasn't going to fulfill me. And yeah. I was kind of looking for that something more, you know, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know what that something more was. So when I met Robert and he took me to this event, I was just like, maybe this could be that something more, you know, I was surrounded by positive people, you know, people looking forward to growing and developing and I was just like okay yeah this could be something for me so that's when that's why how everything started kind of then after that um few few months let's say like was like eight months to a year I decided to kind of leave that company and actually start consulting by myself so obviously I learned a lot in that year and I was just like oh let me start consulting why not 
And then I started like, you know, a few clients, few small clients. And I was literally charging 80 pounds because I'm, I was in the UK, 80 pounds per hour. And that was like mind blowing for me. That was a lot of money for me. And then after I realized like, you know, years goes by, a couple of years after, I was actually making already my first six, six figures per year. Mm-hmm. Like just consulting on a, such a cheap kind of consulting thing. And then I realized that, you know, there's more to this world. There's more I can learn and I can specialize in different things. And that's how I actually got passionate about marketing and starting like studying marketing, testing different stuff and got into doing online business. Obviously, my first year was very like rocky. I was struggling a lot and I felt unsupported. And that's how I actually decided to come up with the She Wins Mastermind platform to kind of provide that support to to women. Because sometimes like we want so much in our life, but we feel like we have to compromise. We have to settle for where we are and what we have. But the reality is that we can actually try. I was constantly telling myself, you know what it is? I will try. And if I can't get to where I want to get, And if I can't achieve what I can achieve, then I'll just tell my kids, you know, at least I tried. Right. And it was because of my husband that I couldn't. It was because of your dad that I couldn't. (laughs) And I'm going to kind of, at least I'm going to tell them that I'll try. So that was very important for me because I was looking at the future and I was just like, you know what it is. I felt so many times like giving up. Mm -hmm. And every time I'll go back to a job, I'll feel like, this is not what I want to do. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. So that kept motivating me to keep trying. And that's why till today, I'll just say, you know, even if you feel like you can't do it, just try again. Yeah. Even Mm -hmm. if something happens and you feel like, oh, everything is against me, just try again. Right. Because what do you have to lose? Yeah, exactly. You just have so much to gain rather than like, you're not losing anything. You're not going to be better than you are right now if you don't do something different. You're not going to be worse than you are right now if you do something different, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's how it all started. I I love that you have this personality where nothing holds you. From what I know of you and what um, you've just said, that you... If you don't know something, you're going to fail. You created the support group that you needed in your own life and you knew everyone else needed too. You didn't find it. You made it like, that's so amazing. What do you think it is that gave you that mindset? Is it something growing up that showed you like, I need to be tenacious. I need to be, um, I'll, I'll never stop until I get to my goals and what makes me happy. Cause plenty of people decide I'm just going to go to my job that I hate. And that's just going to be my life. And so what is it? I think it's like I couldn't accept the fact that I couldn't have like the life that I really wanted. Like, you know, that feeling of I don't want to settle for less than I want. And I feel like it comes from my childhood, the fact that I'm the oldest sister of six. Mm-hmm. So I had to always kind of... Um, how can I say, sacrifice myself so that, you know, my brothers can get all the, all the things that they need. I always felt like I had to give up on my dreams. So when I grow up and I had the opportunity, I didn't want to. Right. I was just like, now I don't have to ask anyone. I need to count on myself. So yeah. I personally, I can put in the work and I don't want to sacrifice my future life, my future beautiful life that I want and my goals and my dreams because I don't have to. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, that was, 
yeah, believe sorry. in yourself. Yeah, and I think it was also the effort that I put in when I discovered personal development. I need to be really, really honest. Mm -hmm. So basically, when I got into that uh, network marketing company, I got into personal development. And when I discovered that whole world, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is what I was missing in my life. Yeah. So I feel like I did a lot of work when it comes to like personal development, grow, having a growth mindset, and literally that inner work that you need to do to become more and for me it was very important to understand that the person I was at the time was not going to be the same person that's going to make that six seven figures right right I knew that so I knew that I have to become someone else to be to live that life that I wanted I love that yeah I see that common theme in people I bring on that are that are successful and that just build amazing things. Um, they just have this idea that um, they're not going to let themselves fail. And yeah, I, and, I, and you know what it is? It wasn't even like, I'm not going to let myself fail. It was just like, I didn't consider a failure a failure. Yes, yes, that's huge. Yeah, so it's just like, you know what it is? It just, you know, when you're trying something, when you're like younger, Mm -hmm. And I remember, okay, let me just give you this example. When I was small and I, I used to love psychology a lot. So I was in school and my, I used to have a, this good relationship with my psychology teacher. And we used to kind of understand each other and she understand me more than I understood myself. And she was one day, you need to draw the life that you want, but you cannot kind of cancel with an eraser. So okay. you can draw it, but you know, you cannot cancel. So everybody took that, like, you know, I cannot cancel what I've drawn. It doesn't matter how bad it is, but I kept canceling and redo it. I kept canceling and redo it until I was satisfied with what I wanted. Because yes, she said that, but at the same time, I didn't <laughs> want to give something that wasn't like, you know, my best kind of thing. Mm -hmm. so I think that's the same mindset I kind of apply till now. Even if people say like, you know, you should do it this way. What if it's not in line with what I want and where I see myself going and what are my, what, what my values are? Right. Do I still need to do it that way? No. Right. I can do it my own way. So I think it's, it's that kind of thing and just not looking at failure as a failure, but what, what happened when I did that? Okay, right. this happened. So how do I do it differently so that that doesn't happen? Right. Just learning from every experience. Mm -hmm. Um. Tell me about the, the, the membership that you have. I mean, I always think it's so fascinating when people create these things that are so aligned with themselves and then also make it a hugely successful business. Um, where did you first start thinking about um, creating a membership? So basically it was just overnight thing <laughs> because a lot of things with me are overnight like I'll literally have an idea in the middle of the night and I just wake up and write it down and then the next day I'm working towards it yeah like I was just like let me test it out like that's a lot of things with me I just like let me test it out I don't want to think about it too much mm -hmm. I don't want to do too much I just want to keep it simple and keeping it simple for me means just go for it and do it if it doesn't work it's okay so that's how the membership came across. Like, I was just like, you know, people always say they need more support. People always say they need accountability. People need help with everything within their business. People don't want to feel lonely anymore when they're building a business. They don't want to feel like they're the only one making those mistakes when everyone is actually making yeah. those mistakes. 
they don't want to feel like the only one struggling. I felt like I was the only one struggling in the world, but everyone struggled when they were doing their business, when they're starting their business. Sure. But you don't know. And the, the reason behind the membership was actually to let you know what to expect mm-hmm. and to know that, you know, you can actually get help. There's support for you. And, the support, and you can get feedback on what you're doing and you can get direction. So it was all about that. It was all that thing that I was missing. Like you were saying before, I was just like, you know what is? I feel like I'm the only one struggling. I feel like I'm the only one crying in the middle of the night because I'm a positive person, but building my business, I was like getting to the depression side. I was just like, I cannot do this. Like, but I cannot do this. And then I'll go to my mentor and he will be like, okay, then give up. But then I don't want to give up. Right. Like, so what is this? Like, I don't know. And you know, you don't know what you don't know. And right. not having that guidance, or even when you have that guidance of someone that doesn't completely understand you. Because I was around a lot of men. And what I realized is that men and women do business differently. Very much. So a man cannot understand the way you're feeling and won't accommodate the way you're feeling. You'll be just be like, business is not about emotions. Like, but what if I need <laughs> that emotion to be there? Like, what if? Like, so for me, it was just about, I need to create that space so yeah. that people know that what they're going through is normal. Mm-hmm. And they, this is actually what they should expect. If they actually uh, have a better a journey than me, then happy. Let's let's celebrate for that. Right. But you need to know what to expect when you're when you're when you're starting a business and things like that. When anyone that I know starts a business, I get them a journal, and I'm like, okay, so I want you to write down every single time you have a major win, something that just made you smile, a client interaction, whatever it is, and then on those days where you're just so low and you just don't know what you're doing or why you're doing it, open that journal. And look at all of those wins. And that's why, that's why you keep going. And that's why you're building this. Yeah. And I I absolutely love that. I really love that. I believe it's so, so important to know like where you were, because a lot of the time when we feel down, we forget about all the progress that we've made. Yeah. So it's like having the journal is such a great idea because you look back and you're just like, oh my God, I did so much. I've achieved so much. Yeah. I just forgot about it. I know. I think surrounding yourself with people that have, um, are in a different position than you that you can learn from and be inspired by is so great. Um, that's why I, I love the idea of your membership because I think it is hard and it's, it's, it's a different space for women. Cause I same, I was surrounded by a lot of men for a long time who told me that I, was too close to my clients that I, you know, there are some clients that we have such big love for each other, but it's also how I'm able to serve them to the level that I do, because I am so close and I understand the inner workings of their, their mind, their passion for their business. So it allows me to really connect with them so that I can almost act as them in creating their branding, their websites, all their materials. Um, I think it provides a better, more uh, long-lasting relationship. Yeah, I'm the same, um, you know, on the same stage as you, like, I completely agree with that. And I actually treat my my clients like my friends. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. No. 
I don't either. There are a lot of people that say your client shouldn't be your friends because, you know, but for me, I need that. Yeah. I need that to happen so that I can understand them and be there for them. Because at the end of the day, as a coach, a consultant, like, you know, service-based business in this kind of industry that we are, it's very important to kind of understand what's going on in your client mind. Because we know that, as I was saying before, mindset is everything. Yeah. It all starts from the mind. I know that people say it a lot and it sounds so obvious and stuff like that, but without that mindset that you are going to work on it, no matter what's going to happen and you're going to get the result that you want, like you're not going anywhere. Like it, you, it has to be there. Yeah. And sometimes like, you know, I also watch work with like one-to-one coaching and because I couldn't accommodate more people. And that's also why one of the reasons why I decided to start a, a membership and a lot of people who are start, like starting their coaching businesses ask me like, uh, why don't you offer refunds? And I'm just like, it's not that I don't want to offer refund, but it's just a mindset thing. Yeah. So if, if someone is coming to knowing that they can get a refund, they are coming with a different mindset. They are coming with that option that is not going to work. Right. I don't want people to have that option that this thing is not going to work. I want them to come in with a mindset that I'm going to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm offering you a, a quality service. I'm offering you the quality of support that I know that if you do the work, it's going to work. Right. So if you come in with the right mindset, we are going to make it work. If you come in with the mindset that you're going to get a refund, then you're already opening the possibility for yourself not to make it. hundred percent foot out the door. <laughs> yeah. So I believe like, you know, these little things like, and I try always to, to, to add these little steps within my business because I want to, I want to be working with people I'm, a, I'm, I'm in line with that yeah. are viable. If I always say this word, bad vibe, yeah. but it's very important for me to kind of not really waste my time mm-hmm. on it because I'll be honest, I call it a waste of time. Sometimes if I'm going to be on a call for two hours or one hour with someone that then after it's not really ready to, to go into that journey. Right. I could have spent that hour with my husband, with right. my family, but you know, time, we don't get time back. And if I'm prioritizing you in that hour, I need to know that you are prioritizing me as well. Like, you know, you're, you're putting your, we, we are both risking this mm-hmm. hour. So like I do things like commitment fee instead of having a free discovery call, I charge $50 for my discovery call. Yeah. And this is not because I like money, not only because that, but it's because people have a different mindset when they have to say and pay for things. Yep. Like I, I did all the free stuff. I did it all. Like my husband complained how many times, why are you giving all this away? But, but I did it. And I know that it's a lot of work. It's a lot of Kind of, I don't know, it's a lot of saying no to a lot of things because we always need to remember that if you're saying yes to some things, you're saying no to other things. So every time I was saying yes to to to, to freebies, to creating new uh, masterclasses and of all this free stuff, I was saying no to time with my family. I was saying no to cooking. I was saying no to doing things that I love. Right. So I believe that's very, very important to remember. And I don't do commit, commitment fee like the way I call them because I want to charge people more money is simply because I need people to respect and value my time just like the way I respect and value their time. 
hundred percent. I think it's such an, um, when somebody gets something for free, they are not as committed. Um, when you are putting money down, you actually have some skin in the game. So now you're like, okay, I want to get this value out of this. So I'm going to pay attention, do the work I need to do. Um, I, I, I think that's a, a game changer. And I've seen that shift over the last couple of years where initially I saw so many, um, you know, do this for free. And I think it's a lesson that business owners and especially coaches learn. Um, like you're saying is a lot of those people that come in on a free, um, a free call or whatever it is, they don't end up being successful clients because they don't have the commitment. Uh, yeah, they no. don't have the mindset. They're not coming in with the mindset. They're coming in maybe with the mindset, I'm just going to listen. I'm going to take these tips and then just go away and apply them by myself. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just going to go this call because it's free. And I heard that she's good. Let me just jump on a call and have a new connection. They mm -hmm. have different reasons why they're doing it. But I got a lot of people that actually paid for... I, I'm going to be honest with you, from when I realized that when you charge even a small amount, people take you more seriously and you have better quality people around you, I started adding a price, a dollar to everything I do. So yeah. usually back in the days, my networking events used to be free. So people will probably book them and even forget about them. Right, not show up. But then, but then I actually added just an $8 $8 for that networking event and people come with a different mindset. Yeah. And you can see that so clearly. And that's, mm -hmm. that's why sometimes I say, you know, you need to, if you value your client time and you value your own time, because you also need to put yourself out there and you, I don't, I'm not saying to everyone put a price on everything, but I'm just saying prioritize what you think, you know, it's a priority in your life. I don't know how to explain it properly, but what I'm saying is just like, have your priority in line, like set up your priority and just go with that. So yeah. if my priority is last year that I was getting married, was like literally getting married and just traveling and just doing whatever I want, that was my priority. I couldn't accommodate other stuff that was like making more freebies, making more trainings and stuff like that. That was my priority. So I'll focus on my priority. I think what I mean is just like focus on your priority. If your priority for the year is to actually have quality clients, then think about how am I going to get quality clients? Who are, do I need to become to get those quality clients? What shift in my mindset do I need to do? How do I need to present myself? Because it's also about the stage that you put on. When people check your social medias, what do they see? Right. How do they perceive you? It's important when you're trying to kind of achieve certain results in your life and in your business. Sure. Yeah. I, I love your social media feed. I love how much personality you put into it. Um, I love seeing your life pictures, but then there's, you know, inspiration in some of the things that you say. Um, and you just, it's, it, I feel like there's such a level of polish and beauty that it's inspiring in both visual and in tone. Thank you. And obviously, yeah, I've put in a little bit of effort. There were times that was very focused on that, I need to be honest. But now I'm kind of shifting into like what, because what I understand I understood as well is like, apart from priority, we also need to listen up to our, our body and who we are 
and just go with what feels in line with who we are. And I love talking. So mm-hmm. I don't want to spend majority of my time creating graphics and taking pictures. Right, right. I want to do more of what is already me and what makes me more authentic and what uh, brings out my personality and what I love to do. Yes. So to that point, tell us about your podcast. Yeah, the She Wins podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast that I have like dear to my heart and this podcast started literally a year ago February last year and I started out oh, happy podcast. birthday sorry your birthday <laughs> no your birthday happy ah, birthday okay. <laughs> yeah so basically um I was like in uh, I always listen to podcasts they were part of my personal development I was always saying part of my morning routine and I always wanted to start a podcast because I love talking me too that's why this <laughs> <Yes>. exists <laughs> I like you talking know? and meeting new people exactly and you know I was like even when I was small my mom would go to those parents evening thing and they would complain about your daughter talks too much and it used to be a bad thing at the time because I, w- I was always getting this complaint. My mom was complaining, why do you have to talk? Why do you have to distract? But for me, it's just like, at the time, it was a bad thing that I had to stop doing. Yeah. So I realized that this is actually something that is beneficial for people. I'm just like, yes, let's go for it. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so I always wanted to kind of start a podcast and I was just like, you know, that, that feeling like, uh, English is not my first language. I feel insecure. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. Who's going to listen to me and all that kind of stuff. But then one day I was just like, I'm just going to do it. Oh, so yes. Do recording. it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I started recording. I recorded my first episode like 30 times uh-huh. and I was just like, no, it's not perfect. No, it's not perfect. But then after I was just like, you know, I'm going to upload it anyways, because two months from now, I'm going to think that it's not perfect anyways. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's not mm-hmm. something is going to change. So I uploaded it and I was actually, okay, this feels scary, but it's doable. So I uploaded the second episode, the third episode, the fourth episode. And then I decided to let, let me actually make it a big deal. Let me start kind of putting it out there and see what people think. And I got so much amazing feedback that I was just like, surprise myself I was just like wow I didn't know because people didn't mind my my English they didn't mind me making mistakes they didn't mind me being loud because I am loud you're being yourself yeah and people were like oh I listen to your podcast when I'm at the gym I love your podcast and stuff like that I was just like so overwhelmed and I'm just like okay let me just tap into it like I, f- I felt very uncomfortable at the beginning but then I actually started having my own voice like today like just after I got on this on this um uh call with you my insta friend called me and she was like oh you know what it is because since the second season is starting I'm actually posting one episode for uh for everyone to listen every day be- until like the second season starts so mm-hmm. one episode every day in my stories. So she was like, I was listening to that episode about starting your website. And I, li- and I love the fact that you actually got on a podcast with your morning voice and you were talking about how you, st- how you had a morning voice. I felt like I could relate so much to that. And I was just like, yeah, because at the end of the day, I'm not perfect and I'm not gonna try and fake down perfect. So I just, in my podcast, it's like my place to be the messy me, the me that makes mistakes, the me that, you know, that's loud and mm-hmm. all this stuff, like all the things that people f- in real life found like, you know, it's too much. Yeah. 
on my podcast, I feel comfortable in doing it and people enjoy it. Good. That's amazing. I love um, finding your place in the world that you can really just let loose and be yourself. Yeah. And that's why I love Clubhouse as well. And I've been enjoying Clubhouse so crazy. Every day I'm there. Like literally really? I'm hosting a room. Yeah. Because- I have to dive into it. I really haven't too much. Like I'm just like every everybody who is a podcaster definitely has to be on Clubhouse because they love their voice and they love like kind of sharing stuff. And I've literally grown a community on Clubhouse of seven thousand people, and I've been on Clubhouse less than two months. Oh, that's awesome! So it's just like the way sometimes just by following who you are and what you love doing, you can actually attract your tribe and build your community around you. I feel like that's an amazing thing that you know you need to consider when you're actually uh, in in business and in different industries i think that's the coolest thing about what we do is that we get to choose who we work with we get to choose the projects we take we get we have so much freedom and choice it's really why we do this um what has yeah. been your biggest win i think my podcast I, I, I really, I really am so, so happy that I decided to start my podcast that day because it's such a fulfilling journey for me. Like, I feel so fulfilled by this podcast. It's just like, it's a place for me that I feel like, okay, I've arrived in life. You know, when you're like, <laughs> you're just like, my podcast is like the biggest, the, the, the thing that I started no longer ago, but makes me feel the most fulfilled in my life because I feel like I'm, I'm supporting people out there. I'm also giving them a space because I'm also having interviews on the podcast and stuff like that. And in this second season, I also have some of my listeners coming on my podcast. So it's like, it's so good to kind of see like how you were able to kind of impact people by just showing up and just having a conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think my podcast is like one of the things. And also I'm starting a new membership this year as well. Okay. The more I call the marketing launch and it's going to be like all about marketing, but because I know marketing is something that people are overwhelmed about. So yeah. we're kind of trying to make it simple and to kind of focus on the basics of marketing instead. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I am going to direct people to the tribe of and you'll have your own unicorn page there and all of your links. So everyone can connect with you and they should find you on clubhouse, Instagram. Um, but we'll put all your links in the show notes. Thank you. Um, what is your schedule on Clubhouse so people can connect with you there? To be honest, I try not to really put a schedule schedule because I, I try, I want to be flexible yeah. as well. And every time I have a scheduled room, people kind of message me saying, oh, you didn't show up for that room. <laughs> but anyways, there's definitely one room that I never miss. And that's the only one I want to share. And that's my marketing strategies uh, room on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So basically is, let me just double check. You can just remove this because I want to know your time because majority of your listeners are in the US, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. What time would that be that you do that? Yeah. So it's going to be 1230 PM. Mm. No, no. Okay. Yeah. PM. Okay. All right. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit early, but it's like evening for me. Like, yeah. But I have rooms literally every day. So mm-hmm. as long as people follow me or follow the club, right. like they'll kind of get a notification. Very cool. Yeah. And, you know, everyone should check out your podcast as well, the She Wins podcast. Um, 
So yeah, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your journey and inspiring everyone who's listening right now. Thank you for having me. And, and I can't wait to have you on my, on my podcast because like, uh, I really <laughs> enjoy this podcast. To be honest, it's like one of my morning podcasts. And I don't listen to many podcasts because I try to kind of keep it there with people that are vibing. And I really realize that I love podcasts that goes with the flow, yeah. that actually have a conversation going on, that are not scripted and stuff like that. And your podcast is one of them, and I really enjoy it. So Thank I'm so, so happy that. to be part of your tribe of unicorns. Yeah, you're an official unicorn. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, yeah, I can't wait to be on your podcast and we will definitely talk soon. Thank you.